0: Well, that worked out exactly how I planned. Said no one ever. I Feel Awful Chronicles of Leadership, a micro-podcast featuring Christine Sachs, Juanita molano para Katharina Schneegas, and Robert kwong Chronicle
1: 115, minimal acceptable losses. <laughs> Today, we have some news to share and follow that the conversation that came up for us as a team. So, news is uh, one of them is that I am pregnant. Uh, I am almost halfway
0: through. Um, and Ooh, we're all cheering behind, we're just on mute right now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Woohoo! And as exciting as it is for me in this case, it's also leading to some conversations as a team in terms of, well, what does that look like later on? What does that look like if I decide to take some time off? How does that impact the team? How does the team then get still sourced? And we continue to come to you every week with the podcast. And that really led to a conversation about or, a conversation and inquiry in terms of how this goes in organizations right because it could be a pregnancy but it could be any sort of well-being leave it could be health it could be uh, supporting a loved one it could be grieving and you can look in your own experience or with your own teams but this isn't this is something that constantly happens so how do organizations start to look at this how do they relate to this events and how does that impact what actually happens, both for the individuals and for the organization itself?
0: Well, Juanita, I think it's wonderful that uh, (laughs) that you're pregnant, but we have a number of uh, really wonderful things going on. Um, So it's not just you, but like Robert will be likely taking a leave, you know, because of, uh, I don't know, Robert, if you wanna share.
2: Yeah, so um similarly we've been having discussions since beginning of this year because my partner has a has a long awaited uh surgery that will require a caregiver to be present um minimally for like the first couple of weeks uh but even as a caregiver i had to think about my availability you know we always say we hope for the best but um the person who would be on call for anything that goes otherwise would be me, right? So planning out the scheduling for that even was something I had to bring up with the team. And we we started talking about kind of the historically how we've seen companies and teams deal with this and what is the, uh, how these stories usually play out. And it was very interesting to hear different people's experiences when something like this happens. It, we had a bunch of different reactions to it, let's just say, but. Similarly, I also had to be serious about being accountable for my absence and things like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's this, I mean, to to just be really transparent, we were talking both about the individual and creating a plan and looking forward to what they would need to be at optimal health, but also not leave the team up shits Creek, basically, which is, you know, uh, very much sort of, an individual process because we, you know, we don't know what, you know, how Juanita and Robert lived their lives. We don't, you know, none of that. But then we started talking about the system or the organization within which people are creating plans and what does it allow for? What does it not allow for? Mm-hmm. And um, we started th- when we shared our experiences, we started thinking about this um, American military euphemism of acceptable loss, which basically means like, what is the loss that's tolerable and what point do you put in structures to avoid more loss? Which is a really interesting way that we, we as, uh, at least in an, as an American culture, maybe more further afield, but think about plans around what is ostensibly good stuff. You know, when someone is taken away from their job for what is a good thing, we think about, okay, how can we avoid the least damage? How can we not put more stressors on a team? You know, that mindset of this is a, a, I think, Juanita, you called it a sacrifice.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think because that felt like what kept coming up as as we were talking about our own plans or and as we started talking about organizations, it just seemed like somebody was having to sacrifice something. And not just that, but the conversation and the figuring out of what it could look like was very much or felt very much grounded in that sacrifice okay let's see what is the quote-unquote right sacrifice or what is the quote-unquote best sacrifice and also from whom so yeah
0: right because often I mean at least I think in our experiences right the individual was like can often we've seen a a spectrum of individual reactions was like f y'all I'm out of here I'm having a baby, or I gotta go be a caretaker. Bye, Eat that because how dare you infringe upon my blah 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 blah. You know, so people peace out, or they overcompensate and like make so many plans that probably don't keep up because they're not there and they can't do that, or they, they or they don't stop working. Right, like we all have seen those people who work through their mat- their quote unquote maternity leave, and you're like, what the hell are you doing here? And where certain systems like either all you when you're on leave or like certain financial institutions who say like, hey, you get to leave, but we don't know if there's a job here for you when you come back Um, or the sort of feeling like there's a maternity leave, but everybody hates how it goes because it's either too short or people like I'm not being compensated for taking on this person's work or they hire somebody new. And then it's like, two months of acclimation and then one month of work and then the person's back and then it's another two months of acclimation. It just always the experience of it is always some sort of like loss. And I feel like they're like um, most, our default our default setting is to how do we mitigate as opposed to create.
3: Yeah, I think culturally or culture wise in Germany, it's slightly different because it's it's very common and normal to take a year off when you're on maternity leave. Everyone knows that organizations start you know, hiring people to uh, to fill in for a year while you're gone. But the main uh, conversation is the same because it's the question, where do we come from as an organization, right? Um, and um, I, I also agree that um, sacrifice and the lack of something and trying to uh, make sure that it's the least damage is very different than... Thinking about, you know, what's really the thing that would create a win-win for everyone that the people, the the person who's leaving feels good about it and can really take care of their well-being and is not, as you said, like either guilty all the time, feels guilty all the time or the team itself as well. So um, it's an interesting leadership challenge for sure as well to, to be part of that uh, process and to create something outside of, um, yeah. Reducing the damage as best as possible.
2: And you- oh. I've also seen that with um, within my history working with departments and teams, you know, there's this. Christine, you had mentioned this earlier about what are the assumptions that we're still making that we believe to be just a part of? It's just what is. And historically, I've noticed, you know, when someone announces they're pregnant. Um, there can be an assumption that even if you come back, you are likely to leave the workplace. There's kind of this default of like, you are making bigger plans than us, and already you're going to be perceived a certain way, which leads to this kind of like holding everyone's cards really close, like not wanting to say something that could ruffle any plans you're making, but not sure yet. But, you know, to your point, Christine, that is that it's possible that it's all still within one type of way of looking at this. That is creating this this, uh, fear of the team essentially breaking at that point, right? When it may may not be the case necessarily.
0: Thanks, Robert. That's what I was going to say, that it occurred to me as Katharina and then Robert, as you were speaking, that at the core of it is fear. I mean, look, I don't have to be right about that, but it occurs like the trying to make plans, trying to have everything organized is too... um, mediate or avoid feeling a kind of way which is like fear of uncertainty fear of loss fear of a person not coming back fear of things breaking as opposed to um i mean look this is not a fix right but or this is not a fix and people will hear it as a fix but curiosity which allows for messy plans to evolve plans to change that i think um if we think about um, what is often rewarded in every cultural upbringing, it's knowing the right answer. It's not necessarily curiosity. So we've actually, I mean, no harm, no foul, we've all been drilled from an early age to know the right thing to do, as opposed to be curious and look for new solutions. So I think maybe that was, that was a hell of a lot of stuff in 10 minutes. Maybe we'll simplify it with some call to actions. I
1: think the the invitation, well, the invitation start where you end up Christine of looking at new solutions. And so looking at uh, an event or looking at how to support an individual and have the organization be supported from a creative standpoint versus from a, okay, what do we call the the minimal acceptable losses? So looking at an issue, event, circumstance from a creative standpoint.
2: Uh, And for me, the invitation that's coming to me is we have such a set protocol that is based on minimizing losses. What are some ways that we can design conversations or a process that's based on curiosity when these things come up um, alongside the process that we need to cover different things related to the team.
3: My call to action is related to what Robert just said, an additional invitation to look at the things that we don't know yet and get curious about the conversations we did not have about what's possible, what's an opportunity and keep everyone at the same table and have a conversation about that.
0: See you next week. You can follow us on the web at www.ChristineSaxCoaching.com.